You are listening to the Piedmont Church Podcast. To learn more about Piedmont Church, including our gathering times in Macon, you can visit us online at piedmontchurch.net. John chapter 5, beginning in verse 2. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool. In Aramaic, it's called Bethesda, which has five Ruth colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, the blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there, he knew that he had already been there a long time. He said to him, do you want to be healed? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another one steps down before me. And Jesus says to him, get up, take your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Now that day was the Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath, and it is not lawful for you to take up your bed. But he answered them. The man who healed me, that man said to me, take up your bed and walk. They asked him, who, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in the place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, see, you are well, sin no more, that nothing worse may happen to you. Then man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. And this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, my father is working until now, and I am working. You know, today we get ready, a lot of us, to to go out to the community, some of us to stay here. And throughout the years of doing this and uh, partnering with other churches that do things like this on a Sunday, you get the question, okay, so... Why, what's the importance of serving on a Sunday? What's the importance of churches left the building? And you could certainly say uh, an answer like, well, you know, we believe in serving and it's just something we really value, but there's there's another aspect to it. It's kind of this aspect that Jesus taught in this moment. And it can kind of be wrapped up in this idea where Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it. And if we as the church are just so locked into, hey, Sunday mornings is only and always and forever a time for us to gather while we overlook the broken, the persecuted, the hurt, the lame, the person who could never get themselves in the pool, then are we following after the footsteps of Jesus? And so the reason we do it on a Sunday morning is because it's that much greater of an impact. I remember sitting down in an interview one time about 10 years ago with a pastor, and I asked him the question, hey, would you ever serve on a Sunday morning? Like, instead of going to church and having that pretty, you know, church gathering, would you ever kind of move things around? And his response was no, because you can do it on Saturday. You can do it on Sunday afternoon. And I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong with serving on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. I think the question, though, comes to, has our church gathering, has our church service become 
a golden calf? Has it become an idol? Because I think as the words of those songs laid out, that our life is an offering. Like every breath, every word, every step, everything we do is like burning incense to the Lord, giving him back the glory and the honor and the praise that he deserves. And so the reason we gathered this morning for a few minutes is because we wanted to encourage our hearts, we wanted to get our minds in the right place because truthfully, today is not a big day of evangelism, right? Some, some, of, some of the projects we've done in the past, we've, we've interacted with people and we've gone out and done some things with several different projects and there's been this kind of moment where we can step back and go, oh wow, look at what we've done. For many of us this morning, there may not be that, that good self-fulfillment moment. But that's a good thing because you're not serving for you, right? You're serving for the king. And so some of you are going to be cleaning up in Treehouse and All Stars, and you're going to be getting ready. And I want you to know what you're doing is helping us engage and reach the next generation. A year ago this time, we had about four kids in All Stars, on average, four. Today, we have on average about 14 Praise the Lord. Y'all can clap for that. That's huge, right? That's 10 more kids on average that are hearing the gospel that are plugged into the church. Some of you are moving things into a storage building this morning. You're making way for more spaces for groups to meet, for more spaces for us to do some of the work that we've been wanting to do, better video editing, some of the things that we're trying to constantly move things around and in every step that you're taking, you are helping us fulfill the ministry that God has laid on our hearts. For those of you who are going to the job site and we're partnering with Rebuilding Macon, we are indeed helping two people at their house. We're building a wheelchair ramp and we're going to beautify their property. We're going to fix some holes in roofs and fascia board and we're going to improve the entire facility for them so that their house can last longer because they don't have the resources or the ability to do it themselves. We are indeed helping them, but all the groups that are working, my push and my prayer for each of us is that in every step you take, everything that you do, it will be a prayer and an offering. You may not have that engaging conversation with someone this morning where you can all of a sudden see that they get Jesus. But I believe that what will happen today is breadcrumbs that are ultimately leading people to Jesus. It might be a conversation with a neighbor at the house that goes, what are you guys doing? It might be somebody who saw that we had churches left the building and you're at your office in a couple of days and they're going, hey, what was that about? And you're going to go, well, I actually stayed at the, you know, at the facility and did some of this. And you could really kind of downplay that. And be like, I know it was church left the building, but I didn't really play you know, a part in leaving. I kind of stayed. Or you could take what I'm really telling you it is. It is us making a way for more people to hear about the gospel. And you could own that. And in every step this morning, pray that God uses your works for his good and his glory. Are you with me? So I'm going to pray for us, and then what's going to happen is I'm going to kind of give us instructions for the day. So uh, leaders, you'll come down front here in a minute, and I'll talk about all that. But I want to just pray over our time. And remember, in every moment, everything that you're doing, you are following in the footsteps of Jesus. Let's, let's pray. God, we thank you for this opportunity, sir. We thank you for a, a church, a people that is willing to get up a little earlier on the weekend, that is willing to, to serve in the cold, 
to be a little messy, to be a little uncomfortable at times, to, to come in with open hands and open hearts and go, God, what would you have us do? We know that you have entrusted us with this time and we want to be good stewards of it. So Lord, help us work well. Help us strive for excellence in all that we do, but help us not to forget that the reason that we're doing this is to bring you glory and honor. It isn't only just to build something with the best perfection that we could try or to clean something as clean as it can be, but God, in all of it, it is to point people back to you. God, if there's an opportunity for us to talk with someone, to pray with someone today, I hope we, I hope we do that. God, if there's someone in this room that as they're cleaning, that they're going through some things, help us be the body for each other and bring another brother and sister in Christ around them, put their arm around them and help them pray for them in that moment. God, we pray for this city as we sang earlier. We pray that this city will see that you are the author and perfecter of faith, that you are Alpha and Omega, that you are King. And I pray that we will all bow the knee and surrender our lives to you in that way. There are many people from around the world coming and praying for our city over the next couple of months, praying for revival. I just pray that we are a step in that process, that you have ordained our steps this morning, and that everything we do will point to your glory, that our time will be an investment into your kingdom, I move in us and move through us. It's in your son's name I pray. Amen.